Hello and welcome to In the Kitchen with Mary Mack. Today we're going to talk about pancakes. We sort of missed International Pancake Day, but who knew that was coming up? They just throw these holidays at you willy-nilly. So, oddly enough, it's uh, we're recording on Pie Day. Didn't think to do a pie episode. So, oh well. We're not that good. We're really not professionals, in case you haven't noticed, those of you who have listened ever before. So, we're going to talk about pancakes today. Pancakes are like the simplest thing on earth. Everyone buys a mix for them that you really only need to add water to. But, they're not difficult to make, so I'm going to give you a time-tested pancake recipe today. Which you can definitely tell is time-tested from looking at the card. Yeah, we'll post a picture of it. The <laughs> card looks pretty bad. But this this card this card would be um 40 wait. 43 years old this recipe card. 43 years old. That was live math. Just record I did not in case anyone didn't notice I did not pre-do that math before the podcast. <laughs> this thing looks awful. But it is my time-tested 7th grade home ec pancake recipe. For those of you that don't have home ec now listening, perhaps some lucky children. Everyone has home ec now. Well, a lot of them don't do the cooking anymore, though. It's become sort of a, um, what do they call it, family and consumer science class, and they don't do a lot of cooking and sewing in it anymore. They do mostly how to figure out a budget, how to do a checkbook. See, that should be in personal finance class, right? Though. How to have an electronic baby. Oh, that's a biggie. Ugh. But this recipe, I, I, uh, <laughs> when I was in school, we would, we had home ec and the boys had shop classes. So the girls had cooking and sewing classes and the boys had wood shop and metal shop. Back. When did you rotate? No, the boys oh. always had wood shop and metal shop and the girls always had cooking well, and sewing. Unless somebody specifically requested, then they would let you be in that other class. But you could only take, you took half the year of one thing and half the year of the other. So a lot of girls did request those mm -hmm. things and a lot of boys did request, but it, you know. See, we had a rotation when I was in high school. You did seven weeks of cooking, seven weeks of sewing, then metal shop, wood shop, art, general music. Right. See, we you spend enough time in this to have really an education in it. Mm -hmm. So you could really make things. And our art class was completely separate. It wasn't a part of a rotation. It was just a class. So you actually learned, you learned hands-on things back in the olden days in the 70s in school. Back in, way back in the, well, that sounds funny. Way back in the 1970s. But anyway, this is a really good pancake recipe, which is why I still have it and why I've still used it. And my children have used it, which is why it's all stained up. And what, what used to happen, though, when... <laughs> What used to happen at my school is the boys would wait outside the class for the girls to come out of cooking class with whatever whatever they made that day. You know, you constantly always had. So I walked to school with three guys who were my friends, uh, Randy, Kevin, and Mark. And I walked to school with them because they lived the next street up from me. And I there were no girls to walk to school with that I cared to walk to school with. So I walked to school with them all the time. And they were my friends and they would wait for me like vultures outside of the <laughs> home ec class because I had home ec the last two periods of the day. 
and um, they would wait for me and eat whatever I took out. So I always tried to make sure that I really had a nice amount of whatever I took out so that they could be fed. (laughs) (laughs) So pancake mix that you buy is typically flour, baking soda, powdered eggs, powdered milk, powdered fat, and you add water to it. And um, it's not terrible. You know, it's not absolutely terrible. It's not fantastic either. I make a mix for my uh, for myself that I sell through um, my Mary Mac Bakehouse Mary Mac Mixes, and it is an oatmeal-based mix, and it has oatmeal, oat bran, raw sugar, unbleached flour, and baking soda in it. It's a very, very good mix, and we like it a lot. So if you get a chance to try that out, you can go over to our store at merrymacpodcast.com and um, buy a bag of that and give it a try. It's a very good mix, and it's a very uh, it's a dense but not heavy mix, very delicious mix. Uh, the mix I'm going to give you, the recipe I'm going to give you, is for a pancake that's just a regular pancake made with regular flour. Everything's regular about it. I'm sure if you want to experiment, you can substitute a little bit of this and that's in it. But this is a very good, basic, foundational pancake mix. Pancakes are not, when you make pancakes from scratch, um, it's a little different than using a mix because one of the things that you want to do is make sure that your dry ingredients are blended well because, of course, when you buy a mix at the store, they're mixing it in whatever, a 55-gallon drum or something. So it's going to be well mixed. So you want to make sure your ingredients are well mixed. So what you're going to do with this particular recipe calls for one cup of flour, one and three-fourths teaspoon of baking powder, four teaspoons of sugar, a half teaspoon of salt. Those are your dry ingredients. Your wet ingredients are one egg beaten, two-thirds cup of milk, and two teaspoons of oil. So you want to take your dry ingredients and sift them together. If you don't have a sifter, a regulation baking sifter, you can use a sieve. Works very nice. Or a sieve. It's either a sieve or a sieve. I don't know. I can't pronounce anything correctly, so... I think it's a sieve. I don't know. Could go either way. Yeah. Go, go with whatever you like to call it and use that thing to make to <laughs> to uh, sift your dry ingredients together and that'll get your flour if your flour's lumpy or anything like that your flour baking powder tends to get lumpy baking powder is an odd thing that if you get a little hard lump of baking powder in something you'll never forget that experience it's very salty and also very i don't know it like just gets you Um, But anyway, you sift those dry ingredients together into a bowl. Then make a little hole in the middle of that and take your wet ingredients and mix those together. Your um, egg, your two-thirds cup of milk, and two teaspoons of oil. Mix those well. Pour them into the uh, dry ingredients and stir quickly. And what you want to do is not completely mix it. You want to stir it up enough that it's blended but a little lumpy. Okay? That's the classic... The classic look of pancake batter. Mixed, but a little lumpy. Another little pancake trick that you may or may not know is you want to cook your pancakes on a hot griddle. So whatever you're going to cook them on, whether it be a frying pan or a griddle or an electric griddle or whatever, you want to make sure it's hot before you put the batter on it because if it, if you put it on there and it's got to heat up, 
it will literally cement your pancake to your pan. I mean, I've, and then that's what we always have, like the worst pan, the first worst pancake, you know, the first pancake that comes off, you got to eat it while you're cooking the other ones. Cause it's just so bad looking. You don't want to put it out on the plate. So, you know, if you don't want to have that pancake, heat your, heat your pan up for a minute or two. And you can, um, drop a little bit of butter on there to see if it's hot yet whatever just to test it and see if it's warm enough usually if you put a little pat of butter on there to put some fat in your pan for cooking once it melts and starts to sizzle a little bit you'll know that it's hot enough for your pancakes so put your pancake on there as it cooks it'll start to get little tiny holes in the top when the top of the pancake is virtually covered with little tiny holes you can then flip it that's how you know the other side is done. And the edges are dry. Yeah, the edges are dry. Yeah, that too. I always like to play around with them. You know, while you're cooking, you got to go around and loosen up the edges and do all that. I'm, I'm a real... Like, there's people that are hands-off, and then there's people that have the flipper in there. Going around there and make sure you're loose. I'm, a, I'm one of those people. I work the pancake. So when you have your little holes and your edges are dry, as Anna noted, you flip your pancake over, allow the other side to cook. And if you're, um, if you take your, uh, if you're not familiar with cooking pancakes and you're a little worried if it's done, you can take your spatula or flipper and poke a little hole in the middle of it and look, and you'll be able to see right into the pancake if it's done. It'll have a little cavity of holes all through it, you know. Well- and the spatula will come out and it'll have some wet batter on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's the number one always, sign. Always got to have the scientist or something. <laughs> But that's how, that's just how you make pancakes. And there's a nice pancake recipe for you that it's a, this is a fun recipe for kids to do because it's, it's not difficult. There's not a lot of ingredients and they can measure this out themselves. It's, this is a good recipe to do with kids. It's a lot of fun and get some nice maple syrup for those pancakes and you'll be in heaven. I promise you. Do you want to talk about the maple syrup that you recently tried? Yeah, we recently um, got a new maple syrup product in at Standing Chimney. It's from a Pennsylvania farm. It's called Paul Family Farms, located in Potter County, Pennsylvania. And they have uh, many, many acres of many, many maple trees. And they um, they tapped this year, they said, is probably going to be one of their best years they ever had. But they tap hundreds and hundreds of maple trees. And they boil their own syrup down themselves and bottle and package it. And it, it is phenomenal. I have eaten so much maple syrup in the last two weeks. I'm just making excuses to eat maple syrup. Uh, so if you... Uh, go to their website, which is paulfamilyfarms.com. You can buy syrup online. It's available all over western Pennsylvania, actually, um, in Standing Chimney, um, just outside of Newcastle, Pennsylvania. It's available in several locations in Pittsburgh. So look them up and try them out. It's really good. I'm sure you'll love it. It's really, really good syrup. So I hope you enjoyed our little pancake episode today. And if you get a chance, go to merrymacpodcast.com and check out our, our store and maybe pick up one of our golden oat pancake mixes because they really are good. And I'm not just saying that. I mean, if they weren't mine, I'd say they were good. But they're mine and they are good. So I'm <laughs> saying it. So you can find us. Merrimack Bakehouse on Facebook at Mary Mac Mixes on Twitter, at Mary Mac Bakehouse on Instagram. Our website, as Mary Mac previously mentioned, is MerryMacPodcast.com. And our store, you can either get to from the menu on the website or just type in store.MerryMacPodcast.com. 
Thank you very much. You're very professional sounding. <laughs> Certainly appreciated. We'll have the recipe up on our website and our Facebook page. Thanks a lot for listening. If you did, and if you didn't, too bad for you. <laughs>